Well, hello everyone. This is Carlos Sese. And I just want to say thank you so much. Hello everyone. This is Carlos Sese, tenor Carlos Sese. Uh, I'm a professional singer, as you know. And I would like to talk today about how to create and maintain success. Uh, many people ask me that question and how I, I was able to create a career and um, how I was able to maintain success for right now 36 years singing uh, classical music, especially in the opera, and now doing concerts uh, uh, with symphony orchestras, piano, any, any type of concert that I do today. So the thing is start with two concepts. One is you need to lead and the next one you need to maintain. So leading and management are the best uh, things to do when you want to create your own career and your own success. I like to use some example from my good friend. He just wrote this book. His name is Brian D. Roth and it's called Climbing Down. It's a great book. I've been reading it lately. And he uh, clarified very good this concepts of uh, being a leader and being a manage, manager, how you can combine uh, those ones. So if you want to learn more, Climbing Down is your book, How Leaders Descend to Their Destiny. It's great. How Leaders Descend to Their Destiny by Brian D. Roth. So you can get it on Amazon everywhere. So. I like to use some concepts that he used right here because it helped me with my English uh, to convey the message. So, great book, great book. And uh, I would like to talk today. So, everything starts with an idea. That idea that, that you want to create something. And when you want to create something, the first thing that it comes to you is how I'm going to do it. Now, this is the scary part because you always can see the beginning and you always can have a vision of your destiny, your destination, where you're gonna get there. The hard part to understand is the process. The part between the beginning and the ending. That is very hard because that part is not being shown to us. So when you come with an idea, what you see, I wanna do this and then you feel like you are there. And then you can see the end of that, that you say, one day I want to be singing, for my example, I want to be singing at Carnegie Hall, which is the top place to be for the singer. So when I decide to become a singer, that I look into a mirror and say, Carlos, you were born to do this, let's sing. So I was very young, right? So then at 21, I make my professional debut. And at that day, I saw me singing at Carnegie Hall. It took me many years to get there, but I saw the destination. I saw where I need to go. Now, if I knew the process, how to get there, I probably would get there faster and with less pain. But the truth is that the process is very painful and it's very frustrating. It brings joy. It brings all the qualities that once you achieve uh, your goals, but just to get there is very, very frustrating. Let's put it that way. Not depressing, but frustrating. So 
if some example from the Bible, if Joseph knew that he was going to be a prime minister, he knew that, right? When he was 15 years old, he saw that he had a dream that he was going to be in a position of authority. It took him until I think 30 or 33, I don't really excite up the, the time, but just say uh, it got there when he was 30 years old. Let's put it that way. So it take him all those years, right? 15 more years to get there. He saw the beginning and he saw the ending, but he never saw the process. And if he knew that he needs to be, you know, 30 years in a dungeon, in a jail, in a prison, he probably would said, no, I don't want to get there by suffering and being in pain, frustrated, depressed, sad, because I had to spend 30 years of my life so I can achieve to get where I need to be, which is was the idea, the dream of become a person of authority, a person that it will be in charge, probably of a nation. He probably didn't have too much idea, but he saw the beginning and the end. And the process was very, very scary. And it was hard to go through that. So we are going to go to the same situations. We see the beginning, we see the destination, but that process is very, very frustrating because we don't have an idea how to get there. When I said I want to become a singer and I want to sing at Carnegie Hall, I didn't know how hard I have to work to get there and how much I have to develop so many things, not only singing, so many things, marketing, uh, administration of my business, so many things that is a package to make me sing at Carnegie Hall, the team that I have to be surrounding myself, the relationship that I need to get to get there, how I'm going to get those relationships. How I'm going to get there. That was very scary because it looks like this, the world gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And it's because you are defining your path and every distraction comes away, goes away, and then come to you what you really need to do. And that is very frustrating because you think by expanding yourself, you will reach more. And which is the, in my case, was the completely contrary. I have to narrow my path and just concentrate on the people that it will help me to go through that little path. And it was very scary. So the process was very hurting. It was a scary. It was a lot of frustration. But at the same time, it produced joy. And it produced in me a way how to conquer my own fears my third world mentality that I thought myself, I cannot do this, this is too hard. Although being in a world that has all the opportunity to become and to realize your dream and your career, your vision that you have for your life, I have the fear that I cannot do it. Because I had in my mind a third world mentality that somebody was over me, squeezing me. Once I delivered myself from that by having my own conversation, Carlo, you were born to sing. When I came to that conclusion, Carlo, you were born to sing. Then my vision gave me direction. That is my vision statement for my life. 
I was born to sing. So when I see that, when people offer me all those other things, I always concentrate that the vision for my life is I was born to sing. And that keeps me on track. So by saying that, then I developed this idea, I want to become a singer and I want to get to Carnegie Hall. I want to get to the biggest theaters in the world with playing with the greatest orchestras in the world and singing with the legendary people of my time, which were, you know, people like today, they are legends, Placido Domingo, Chano Pavarotti, Alfredo Krauss, Eva Martin, uh, Mirella Freni, Diana Soviero, uh, Justino Diaz, you name it. So I was able to sing with all those people. I was able to be in the stage with them, sing with them in the operas. And uh, so I achieved that, but I have to work so hard to get there. And how you do that? Your skills. Your skills will open door to you. There's a verse in the Bible that said, if you see a man skilled in his gift, he should not be in the presence of lesser men or lesser rank. He should be in the presence of kings. So that means that your skills will grant you doors to achieve uh, more success in your life. And the skill always adds more value to your gift. Your skills add more value to your skills. Very important. Everybody's born with an idea. Everybody's born with a gift. So what is going to give it that prosper is the knowledge that you're going to get in your idea and the skills that you're going to get by developing your gift. If I didn't develop my gift and I keep singing the same way I sang when I was 18, 19, I would never do a living today. Why? Because the skill set that I have will not catapult me to go and sing to the people that I'm singing today and getting paid for doing that. So not only your gift is enough, your gift can open doors to you. But if you want to achieve uh, success and maintain that success, you have to work in your skills because the skills is what is going to open doors and it's what's going to help you to maintain that success. So going back again, you have to lead your life into a vision for your life. And then you have to learn to manage that vision. Okay? So in my case, what I did, I went to study at the Conservatory of Music of Puerto Rico. So I went on there to look for someone who can teach me to sing the music that I want to develop and the music that I want to do. If I want to sing in Carnegie Hall, Uh, I cannot go singing uh, pop music or country to the to the hall that we classical singers sing, which is the bigger one. Everybody can get down there too. But then there's a smaller one that is a, a recital hall, very prestige. And that only, so it sits only like 500 people. But when you get to that little hall and you sing down there, you achieve your top because that is reserved for people who are have the sound that Carnegie Hall is looking for to give to their more prestige audiences. 
So everybody can sing at Carnegie Hall, but to sing at the prestige hall is very hard, very demanding. So it's a lot of work to get there, but you can do it if you develop your skills. So how you develop or create success, you have an idea. Whatever you want to become in life, that is your idea. That is your vision for your life. Now you need to say, I want to become a doctor, custodian, teacher, lawyer. I want to become a salesperson. I want to become that. You have to work your skills, learn the knowledge, and apply that knowledge onto wisdom. Wisdom is the application of that knowledge that you are receiving. So I was receiving instructions from my teacher how to sing. She was giving me what? Knowledge. My first teacher was Susan Young, an American from Indiana, Bloomington, Indiana, but she worked in Puerto Rico. So with her, I learned my first things of English. I tell her, talk to me in English so at least I can learn. So she was my teacher. So she was giving me what? Information because she knew how to sing. Now, very important. When you choose a person that is giving you knowledge, it has to be a good knowledge. In my case, I heard how she sang and I loved the sound that she was producing. Then I knew, I, I want to know who was her teacher. And Eileen Farrow was her teacher, which is, was one of the greatest sopranos in the 50s and the 60s and early 70s. So her school come from a good school, Eileen Farrow, a great uh, dramatic soprano from here in the United States. So I knew that she has good knowledge from a good source. The source was a great singer, Eileen Farrow. So then I hear her singing, I hear Susan Young singing, and her sound was beautiful. So then I said, I want to be mentored by her. I want her to give me the knowledge. So she gave me the knowledge, and I will go home with that knowledge, and then I will talk to myself how I can get wisdom from that knowledge, how I can make those applications to the knowledge that she's teaching. So everything that she, she gave me, I worked very hard at it. I did all the scales, arpeggios, all the vocal exercise that she asked me. I try every day to do them as much as I can. What happened? Everything started developing. That process was marching on very difficult because the process forced me to learn and deal about my weaknesses. Trying to do la 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 was easy, lower. But as soon as I started going higher, very demanding and very frustrated because I didn't sound like she sounds. And it was an eye-opening just to see how hard I will have to work to make those high notes to be like my teacher was making them sound. 
very frustrated. I fight with myself because I was dealing with what? My weaknesses. And I didn't know I was that weak. And what happened right there, I have to learn how to be <laughs> stronger and conquer my fears and my weaknesses by doing vocal exercises. And when she gave me my first Italian song, my first French song, and my first German song, it was devastating for me. I don't speak those languages. So I have to learn the language. Not only learn the language, learn how to pronounce it correctly when I'm singing and dealing that my sound is not the way I want my sound to be at that time. Very demanding. As a matter of fact, when you go into the process, you think, this is not for me. I was born to sing, but I didn't know that to sing, it was so hard and so demanding. So I had my doubts and I said, wow, this is, this is tough. I think I can do something that is easier. I think I can go and do anything else. And, uh, but then I said to myself, maybe if I go to the other places, I have to go through the same process, dealing with my weaknesses and my fears. So I went to the mirror back again and I said, Carlos, you were born to sing. And that day I really say, I'm gonna fight for this. So then the process was there. I knew it was hard, the process, because I didn't know nothing about the process. I know I wanna sing at Carnegie Hall and I start at the Conservatory of Music. So during that process, I learned to deal with my witnesses and I learned by the knowledge I was receiving from my mentor, my teacher, I was able to learn how my throat and how my diaphragm and my lungs works together to produce that sound. The thing is, I didn't know how to use properly my diaphragm, my lungs, my throat, and where to make that sound resonate. I didn't know how to breathe. I didn't know how to manage that column of air that going out. And I didn't know how to use these muscles in my stomach area, in my torso. And I didn't know how to relax all these muscles so I can make a sound. I didn't know how to use my vocal organs only and not all these muscles that are surrounding that. She was giving me knowledge. I was learning the wisdom, the application, very, very hard because it took me years to understand how all that works till today i'm still learning how all this that we use to make a sound works so i'm learning every day so that process was very hard very demanding but by conquering step by step note by note phrase by phrase songs by songs, I learned to sing. And then I reached Carnegie Hall. And when I reached Carnegie Hall, that opened so many doors because it's like you get to the top and you can look everything from the top down. Like the friend, the book of my friend, climbing down, how leaders descend to their destiny by Brian 
they wrote. So I got to the top, Carnegie Hall, and then I learned that being at the top, I just need to what? To come down again and come down to the theaters that are much less than Carnegie Hall, but I can only get to Carnegie Hall once a year, but I can get to any theater around the world every day. So I came down from being at my destination. I came down. The good thing is that when you come down, the process is already there established and you're just using it to maintain them, your success. So to maintain my success, I have to learn to do what? To be a manager. I need to manage what I have learned. So today it's not so much about me leading into my vision. It's after 36 years, it's how to maintain that success. And by what I think I have to do is the same things I did 36 years ago. Working in my vocal exercise, scales, phrases, songs. But I can tell you that those songs that my teacher gave me 36 years ago in Italian, French, and German, they sound very good today. Why? Because I've been working them 36 years. So how is it that I've been singing the same song for 36 years and I have been able to develop them and to make them grow because the skills that I have today are much, much better than 36 years ago. I have so many tools available to me when I'm singing that my phrasing is completely different how I phrased 36 years ago. Today I can make colors in my voice. Today I can make dynamics in my voice. Today I can use different emotions in my voice that I was not able to do when I was learning to sing because my voice, my gift was controlling me. Today, my skills are controlling my voice, my gift. So today, the mechanical problems of singer singing are solved. They are not an issue for me today. So what is happening, I'm able to abandon myself to the purity of the music more today than 36 years ago. So that's gonna happen to you too. You're gonna be able to abandon to your task, to your dream, to your job, to your work better because all the mechanical problems of dealing with that uh, job work that you're doing you're going to conquer them, they're going to become easier, and then you can abandon yourself to the pure joy of doing what you were born to do and changing life. My goal when I sing is to touch one life. If I can touch one life, I'm very successful. One time I was singing outdoors, and a person came after the concert and he was in a little corner waiting for me outdoor right there. It's a corner because he was behind a tree. That's why I say a corner. What a goofball, not a corner. He was in the open space, just, you know, just close to a tree. Let's put it that way. So people were coming to me to say, thank you so much for singing, you know, and what the people likes to do, and I like to talk to all of them. I don't care if it's one or if there are hundred, I like to talk to all of them. So this person came after everybody and he said, thank you so much. 
And I said, did you enjoy the concert? He said, well, I'm going to tell you the truth. I didn't understand a single word, well, what you were singing. But I can tell you that your sound inspired me. I said, well, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. You are so kind to me. And then he changed the conversation. He said, you see that bridge that is over there? So I saw a bridge. We were in an open, but there was a bridge to cross a highway. And he said, I was walking down there and I was going to jump from that bridge and kill myself. That changed me right there. It changed the conversation, the atmosphere of the conversation. So I said, what stopped you from doing that? Say, I was walking and I hear you and I pay attention to you, the joy that I saw when you were singing and how good you were having fun, what you were doing. I said, is that guy is having fun and joy because he's singing. There's something that I have not discovered and I want to know what he had. So he waited until the end of the concert. And by hearing me singing, his environment, his thinking changed. And he said, I want to leave because I need to discover what you have. And that is amazing because if I can touch one person, that's only what I have to do. Touch one person. If I can touch one, I did what I was born to do through my singing. So it's very important that when you go out every day to work, to do your job, to be active in your gift and activating all those skills that you have, just go out thinking, I just need to make someone, just one, happy of their, their life had changed today because they encountered me. For me, that is a great um, tool that I get every day just to get up and be energized about my work and my job and just to work hard in those scales, those phrases, those songs and the repertoire of my concerts so I can be effective when I'm active in my gift because my skill set is going to allow me to shine. So creating success is by having this idea, seeing your destination and go through the process, the pains, the suffering, the joy, the rewards, the accolades, the criticism, to going through all of that, putting your eyes on your destination that you know you're gonna reach that. Once you get there, you need to become a manager. You need to maintain and manage how you're gonna keep yourself right there so you can keep growing by learning more about the process and developing your skills. If you do that, you will be very successful. If you do that, you're gonna conquer that dream, that idea that it was born one day. I wanna become this. And you saw your destination and you're gonna be able to reach down there. And once you reach that destination, it doesn't end down there. It just grows. It just gets bigger and bigger. 
So be responsible to your gift. Don't live in your gift only. If I sing in my gift, I will lose my voice long time ago. What allows me to have my voice today and never have going to see a doctor in 36 years is the technique, the skill that I have. And that allows me to be an inspiring person to other singers because other singers sees how I sing, how healthy I am, 58 years old, and they just want to come and learn from me too. That allows me to be a mentor and have mentees, which I give them inspiration, I give them knowledge, but they learn the application by themselves, by dealing with their weaknesses and struggles, and they become stronger. In the other side, if they pursue their destination and if they pursue what they were born to do. And you will see that you will be able to conquer all of that. I hope this helped you. I hope you had a great time listening to this. Please feel, please free, feel free <laughs> to share this information. Once again, this book can help you and how to achieve your ideas and how to get to that destination and how to climb down from your success, how to be effective. Climbing Down by my great friend, Brian Roth. It's a great book. And um, I hope you can buy it. I hope you can read it and you're going to learn so much. And he can be a mentor to you too. He has a consulting business that he helped people to develop their businesses. So thank you so much. I want to thank you for being so patient and for sacrificing your time just to be with me. So take care. And we see you next time here on FaceTime Live. I mean, Facebook Live and in my podcast. Take care, guys. See you soon.